Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome to it. Thanks for being here, 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday morning, uh, Joe Biden tweeted this out. Exactly four weeks ago, I signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law. So, uh, so today, we're celebrating. Tune uh-huh. in at 3 p.m. Eastern time huh. as I deliver remarks and welcome the leaders and advocates who made it happen to the people's house. Oh, wait. It's the people's house now? Wait. how? When did that happen? Because uh, I... I thought that about 900-some people were arrested <laughs> for going into one of the people's houses. Uh-huh. Um, yes, yeah, some of them broke windows and things, but uh, a lot of them were... Well, we'll tell you about a person who just got a visit from the FBI from an anonymous tip. You read about that? Yeah, I did. That's another story, but we'll Crazy. get into that later. Jeez. I mean, the people's house. Shut up. <laughs> That's not how they treat it. That's not how they act. Uh, it, unless... You know, they, they're going to do a party with James Taylor, and James Taylor is going to sing, you know, socialist songs and <laughs> help us celebrate socialism. <laughs> Just yesterday morning, Ooh, party. let me know you gone. Mm. Suzanne Clancy may put an end to still sing a little bit yeah you can still sing that's pretty impressive not really party music though Uh, as katie pavlich pointed out on twitter it's a song about suicide addiction and things ending badly how fitting Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) how fitting that you would be doing this at this little celebration of the inflation reduction act really is he's a talented guy though uh he's a communist but he's a talented guy (laughs) i hate that i like his music uh nancy pelosi was at the party and uh, oh, she borrowed a line from Jeb Bush, apparently. <laughs> Kitchen table items for America's working families. Mm. Mr. President, thank you for unifying mm. and inspiring mm. a vision of a stronger, fairer, mm-hmm. safer <laughs> future for all, it. for our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this okay. glorious day possible. That's, I, that's an applause line. That's an applause line. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> These people Ugh. are pathetic. Yeah. Jill was applauding. Uh, Jill was applauding. Okay. Yeah, of course Joe was applauding. Yeah, I did all that. I did all that. Yeah. Yeah, nobody else is applauding because nobody else believes your BS. <laughs> nobody else buys into that garbage. Yeah, as Saves84 reminded us yesterday on Twitter, remember... The, the stuff they do in Congress is always the opposite of what it's titled, the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm-hmm. It's a good reminder because mm-hmm. it's going to have the opposite effect. Here's another reminder. If you have to tell people it's an applause line, <laughs> it's not an applause line. I see. So there you go. <laughs> uh, then the big guy spoke and he told us about the uh, kitchen table, yeah, how great this table. was. Everybody with the kitchen table. It's been good for the country. But I believe... Republicans that could have and should have joined us on this bill as well. Mm. After all, this bill cut costs for families. Did it? Help reduce inflation at the kitchen table because that's what they look at. How much of their monthly bills and how much do they have to pay out for their necessities? Uh, 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 
Jeez. He's good. Then the old man gets pissed off for some reason. Yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> no idea why, uh, because that's what happens when you have dementia. You just think about what you'd think about pissed. at the time. Oh. <sighs> think about how you'd feel if you didn't have the insurance and didn't have the money. Relax. It's wrong. All right. Hold on. What was that? Think about what you'd think about. Yeah. What was that? Play that again, would you? Think, think about, about what you'd think about. Think about at the what time. You, you think about. <laughs> think, think about, about how you'd you feel. Think about. Or think didn't about. Didn't have the insurance and didn't have the money. <laughs> okay. It's wrong. Yeah. Oh golly. Think about what you. What you'd think about. about. Mm-hmm. You know why is that tough, Keith? Because you can't think about what you'd think about. You don't want to. You don't want to think about what you'd think about. But think about it. I'm busted. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. No. Think about it. No. So while um, while the little shindig's happening there in D.C., mm-hmm. you know the the stock market is having. Uh, oh, and a, Fox breaks in. Yeah, this is this is excellent. Watch this. For years, so many of us have been trying to fix this problem, but for years, big pharma blocked Medicare from negotiating lower drug practices prices. All right, I do not want to be a party crasher, but we interrupt this celebration for a hard, cold dose of reality. Stocks tanking because inflation is accelerating. The very inflation that the president said he's made great progress addressing, heralding his Inflation Reduction Act as the boon for the economy that we didn't see in a key number out earlier today. Welcome. Wow. Okay, so the stocks dropped almost 1,300 points. Yeah. While he's babbling about how great things are at your kitchen so, table. Yeah, it shaved uh, 4% um, off of the stock market yesterday, and it was the worst uh, single-day drop during um, Biden's presidency. I think mean, about si- what you'd think about. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is, uh, this is uh, pandemic time. This is uh, June 2020 was the last time we had a 1,300-point drop in the hmm. stock market. Hmm. But... Um, hmm. Yeah, but at the kitchen table, things are good. Mm, are they? Yeah. Are yeah, they? Yeah. Stock, oh, yeah. stock market now lower than it was uh, on the day he took office as well. Oh, my gosh. So, good times, right? Good so, times. Obviously, a lot there worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. Um, they celebrated the end of inflation and the healing of the economy. And just after this uh, uh, little event, the Atlanta Falcons celebrated Super Bowl 51, their championship uh, uh, in that game as well. I mean, this is insanity world. We are in a, 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 a I, I need, I need another universe. I need another timeline. Pat, find it for me, please. Because mm-hmm. this is, whoo! I mean, this is a bizarre world. I mean, you say it, you, you repeat the lie often enough until people believe it. They're throwing parties because perception is reality. I guess for people that are walking by the TV, yeah, and not paying attention. Except people know at their kitchen table, yes, what they paid to put on it. Uh huh. They know. They know what they can afford and what they can't afford, and that they're cutting back on things that they would normally buy because it costs too much. Because they don't have the money for it. Because their paychecks aren't keeping up with inflation at all. Anybody getting a 9, 9% raise every year? I doubt it. And let's look at uh, inflation over the past decade. <clears throat> let's just take a quick peek at it. And look at that chart. Inflation... Over the last decade. Look at that. Holy cow. And that little marker there is where he took office. Oh. Uh, right there, early uh-huh. 2021. Yeah, look at that. Boom. Wow. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So in other words, if you're listening Jeez. to this, 
it stays pretty steady for the last 10 years. And then it gets to the Biden administration and it's into the stratosphere. I mean, in 2011 under Obama, it spiked up to 4%, but then it went back down and uh, it was fairly steady, went up a little bit in some of the Trump years, but nowhere. It was under 3%. Looks like the entire Trump ride, under 3 And at some points under 2 So then he takes over. And you look at the skyrocket, mm-hmm. up to 9% inflation. Yeah, the story came out last week that um, in the last quarter, U.S. household wealth fell by a record $6.1 trillion. <sighs> What's that kitchen table thing? Uh, you know, there's nothing on it, Joe. There's nothing on the kitchen table. We can't afford to eat anymore. Thank you. Thank you so much for your presidency. Jeez, uh, what the, the job they have done is outrageous. It's actually it's atrocious. If you're trying to destroy this country, they're doing a damn good job at it. Yeah. And if uh, you wanted to, what would you do differently than than Joe Biden has done? Oh. Nothing, because he's doing a perfect job at destroying the com- the country. Uh, inflation rose 0.1 percent in August, even with sharp drops in gas prices. I mean, gas prices are probably down, what, a dollar since they were at their highs? Okay, I put the call out yesterday on Twitter because something's happening around here where it spiked 30 cents in the last two days. It has gone up 30 cents. Oh, I haven't filled up in the last two days. Has it really? Right, and then and people mm. online, I was like, no, it keeps dropping here. I don't know what's going on. I tagged Greg Abbott because something weird's happening, at least around North Texas. Where the gas prices jumped thirty cents in two days, what and the I don't hell? know what really. I don't know. Is because the queen died? I don't know. Did, did we lose the GPS <laughs> yeah. coordinates on where she's oh, at? My I'm tired of these updates. Gosh. By the way, every time the coffin moves, we have to know where it is. But uh, yeah, I um, I've checked local mm. or nearby places, and everybody's mm. up thirty cents. Rob, do we have uh, what the average is nationwide? Because. Mm. Rob usually has. Yeah, because see, we were so low. We were below three dollars a gallon. They were like, "Oh no, no, no! You can't be doing that good, Texas. You gotta right. You gotta suck like the rest of us." And they're like, "Okay, adjust it, adjust it." And now, so they I, did. So, so places that were two ninety eight are now three twenty eight. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. So now we're three seventy for a national average. So the consumer price index increased. Oh, there it is, three seventy a gallon. That's still way too high. Oh, of course, yeah. Way too high. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it's a good deal. Jeez, <laughs> 370. But, yeah, we're spoiled in Texas because it was under three for a while. Uh, but you're saying it spiked above that again? Yeah. Uh, the consumer price index increased 0.1% in August, excluding food and energy. The inflation gauge increased 0.6%, both higher than expected. Costs were driven by increases in food, shelter, and medical care services, offsetting a sharp decline in gas prices. Real average hourly earnings adjusted for inflation rose 0.2% for the month. However, they remain down 2.8% from a year ago. So earnings are down. Mm -hmm. Inflation is up. Correct. That doesn't seem to be a good combination to me. That doesn't seem reason for party. Does that seem to be a reason for a party to you? We're throwing a party four weeks to the day of the passage, and whatever is happening, be damned. We're having a party, y'all. Meanwhile, how about this abomination? U.S. Army recommends food stamps for soldiers struggling with inflation. Inexcusable. The fact that you'd even have to recommend food stamps for our soldiers, for America's best and, and brightest and America's most courageous who are willing to put their lives on the line 
have to be on food stamps? Inexcusable. The U.S. Army is recommending soldiers apply for SNAP benefits, also known as food stamps, to help cover their rising costs from inflation. Despicable. God, man, oh man. U.S. Army cites the higher prices on a range of goods because of inflation in its recently released official guidance. With inflation affecting everything from gas prices to grocery to rent, some soldiers and their families are finding it harder to get by on the budgets they've set and used before. Soldiers of all ranks can seek guidance, assistance, and advice through the Army's financial readiness program. And so that is the program that said, yeah, go ahead and get on food stamps. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. A nation that asks its soldiers and their families to go on SNAP. It doesn't feel like a superpower. Rather than paying them a wage that allows them to, uh, I don't know, live on their own and, and, and have their, and just be independent of government assistance. It's infuriating. Sure is. It's despicable. Meanwhile, uh, Pete Buttigieg is interested. <laughs> oh, this is going to help with, with everything. Gas prices and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's interested in <laughs> California's ban on new gas cars as he weighs a national policy. Don't uh, do it, Pete. Wow. Don't do it. Yeah, it's interesting that you would uh, ban gas, gas-powered gas uh, engines by 2035. Yeah, we should think about doing that nationwide. What if we did that? Hey, what if we just banned all vehicles? Wouldn't that be great? Don't say it out loud, bro. <laughs> I don't trust these people. <laughs> I know. Last month, the California Air Resources Board issued new rules requiring 35% of new vehicles to produce zero emissions by 2026. Mm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. A standard that will progressively rise to 100% <laughs> by 2035. Get out now while you can, Californians. So that's something that we don't mention that often, is that uh, 35% has to happen by 2026, four years from now? Hell, three years from now, really. That's not possible. <laughs> it's impossible. It just can't happen. It's not going to happen. And so then what are you going to do? Wow. But this will all combat climate change, of course, because climate change is going to kill us by 2030. Mm. The the human race goes extinct in 2020. I mean, 2030. Oh. Yeah, yeah not 2020. We got to hang on for eight years. That was the 2020 was an old date. Oh, okay. Yeah. You... We've revised it to 2030. <laughs> Inflation affecting years now. <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting to see how the states are trying to go above and beyond what we're doing at the federal level, Buttigieg said. I'm really interested in those developments. While we continue to set a national policy that's the baseline for all of this, we need to move in the direction of electric vehicles. No. These people are sick. No, we don't. We don't need to do any of this. Now, I'm not opposed. I'll say it for the billionth time. I'm not opposed to new technology. I'm for it. I I love the electric vehicles, especially the Tesla. That's probably that's actually I think the only one I've ever driven is a Tesla. Uh and so I'd love to own a Tesla. And it I and I would if it would take me more than 200 miles on a charge if there were charging spaces all over the place where you could conveniently pull in 
charge up in five minutes, be on your way. If it was just like filling up your gas tank, there's there'd be no reason not to other than, you know, the increase in price. Other than that, it, you know, if you if they had a, a model of a Tesla, wouldn't everybody want one that was affordable and that you could you could fill up or charge up wherever, and it was super convenient and it was really quick? Uh, I think millions more would own electric vehicles. So you know that uh, obviously uh, the cost of electricity getting out of hand, not only in this country but. Definitely in Europe, mm-hmm. where um, there's a guy um, on Twitter who uh, tweets out what's happening over there. Uh, Peter Sweden is his name. He goes, the price for charging an electric car at Circle K in Norway is now $9 <coughs> per kilowatt hour, meaning that it would cost $90 to fully charge a Tesla. This is more expensive than filling up a gasoline car. Oof. So what's the point of having an electric Thank car? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And, right. Uh, you know... This new prime minister there in Britain, people have, uh, have made sure that I have, uh, that I know that that she's wanting to do fracking. She wants nuclear plants. Um, I think they're drilling in the North Sea now, or, or planning to under yeah, her. I heard some really like conservative policies yeah. coming out of her administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting because I I thought she was a a liberal. Yeah, I mean, well, no, because remember this is Boris Johnson's party picked yeah. her, so she is. Uh, I don't know. Is she a Tory? I don't know. I'm not yes. going to get... Okay. She is a Tory. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So, but she did uh, hang out at the WEF. We know that as well. Yeah, that's... So, and so know. that's what I... That kind of threw me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, we'll I think, see, but I think that's it's, interesting, isn't it? These countries got to realize your back is against the wall. Well, it's critical in Europe because if you don't realize your back is against the wall, uh, you're going to be killing people this winter. It's just as simple as that. People will die because they can't afford the prices you're charging for energy. They can't afford to heat their homes at the at the price you're charging. They can't do it. So what's going to happen? Well, when it gets really cold, people will freeze to death. That's what's going to happen. It's bad enough in the summer when they have these unusual heat waves because they don't have air conditioning. So people die of heat stroke in the summer, and then they die of cold in the winter because they can't afford it. If only there were some way, some way to adjust the temperature indoors. If only. And somehow you could yeah. power that. If only. And, you know, it didn't cost a lot. Well, Glenn was talking about his trip to Italy yesterday. And uh, I guess, you know, nobody, they're like the rest of Europe. Even though they're warmer, they're a warmer climate than most of Europe. But like the rest of Europe, nobody has air conditioning. Nobody. So uh, when it gets hot, it's just miserable wherever you are. Mm. And then they go on these uh, European vacations and don't check on their elderly. And their elderly die. Because nobody checked on them and they died of heat stroke or whatever in their their home. It's just, it's really outrageous. Um. So, is that what you want for the United States of America? Because yes. that's what they're trying to bring to us. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do to us. They're trying to Europeanize the United States. <laughs> and in fact, they're they're doing that in a more extreme way than even Europe is. Well, in Europe, uh, Europe, they're going to start drilling for oil. Never thought I'd heard that. <laughs> I well, in Europe, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. They want us miserable, man. Yeah, they want us. They want to bring us down. And, and um, it's just flipped. 
Mm-hmm. So now we're the leaders in liberalism. Yeah, it's going to be great. You know, because uh, when you're on your deathbed, you're going to be like, man, I just wish I'd done more to to <clears throat> to shrink my carbon footprint. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're going to really wish you <laughs> had because <laughs> uh, as you leave the earth, you want to know that you've recycled, you know, uh-huh. and that you contributed to a point zero 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 one percent drop in CO2. Those are the two things you're going to be most worried about. Think globally, act locally, Pat. Right. It's beautiful, Keith. It's beautiful. Put that on your bump. Do you, do you have room for another bumper sticker, though, on no, your car? No, it's completely filled now. Eesh. I could put it on top of one of the existing <laughs> bumper stickers. Yeah, but so. what would you cover up? Uh, I don't know. It's Something about Tibet or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Although, that's how can the, you get rid of the Tibet? I mean, uh, that's that's back page now. Yeah. No one cares about Tibet anymore. Except, uh, except for Richard Gere. Richard Gear cares. That's right. Richard Gear cares. <laughs> Let me tell you about iTarget Pro. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted. They get out of jail early. They're just set free uh, to commit more crimes. And the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be pre- prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket. It was already skyrocketing before the inflation, by the way. So this will save you a ton. And sometimes you can't even find the ammo. So all you have to do is download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. It's fun. It's high tech. You can get the kids involved because it's super safe iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with pretty much anything. Go to iTargetPro.com right now, save 10%, plus get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. Makes a great gift. You know, maybe you're thinking about Christmas early. This would be the thing, and it's Less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Itargetpro.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. And, and did you see, though, that the Bank of Australia, beginning in 2025, is going to stop issuing loans for um, new gas and diesel vehicles? So, there you go. There's your ESG in action. Anyway, just thought I'd tuck that in there. We're going to pay for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, these people are going to realize the horrific mistakes they're making right now. And again, the electric vehicles, man. What it it takes to get those batteries and all the functionality and stuff, the microchips and all that good stuff. If you care about the environment, you got to look at the whole process, not just while you're driving it. You are. How was it manufactured? Yep. They, they but they don't care. No, it's they don't care. They want to feel good, Pat. Yeah, well, I hope they feel great right now because uh, they're getting their way, and let's see how much it helps because <laughs> it's not going to. Uh, apparently, something that's going well is the Ukraine's fight against Russia. The tide has apparently turned in Ukraine's favor. We were hearing for a while that they were, you know, Russia was making huge strides and taking over Ukrainian land. Well. Uh, they have, 
Ukraine has launched the greatest, supposedly according to a military expert, the greatest counteroffensive since World War II. Hmm. Military experts are gushing over Ukraine's stunning military advances over the past uh, few days, which broke through Russian lines in the Kharkiv region. They reclaimed more than 1,200 square miles of territory. Wow. Forced hundreds of humiliated Russian troops to retreat in disarray. They've abandoned their equipment and and they were running for their lives. One villager said, yeah, they just dropped their rifles to the ground and ran. <laughs> How does he... This is not the way the Russian army has been sold to us over the years. I'll tell you that. Ukraine has launched the greatest counteroffensive since World War II, according to urban war expert John Spencer. Look what they've done. They've achieved the unachievable. Uh, Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S. said, we have to win. And this counteroffensive shows that we can win. We don't have any other choice. We Mm. will advance. As we said before, we will not surrender and we will liberate all Ukraine because this is what we have to do, not only to restore our territory integrity, but to save all our people who are under occupation. Okay. Apparently there's videos posted on social media that show uh, Ukrainians kissing their liberators. It's a lot like World War II. While Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky thanked his forces and warned there will be more tough fighting ahead. Huh. Well, and it's interesting because even in Russia, there seems to be a lot of talk from military experts on on Russian TV uh, that they have suffered some serious setbacks, and they're admitting to it. So it must be mm. it must be pretty bad for them right now. Yeah, I just I just wonder if somebody uh, had a great thought on Twitter. I can't recall who said this, but why are we just giving this stuff to Ukraine? Why aren't they since they buying are buying it? Right. Well, yeah, and just exchanging it maybe for grain since they're the world's breadbasket, right? That's a really good point. It sure is. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, helpful. Uh, by the way, it? yeah, don't, just don't don't panic though, because uh, you know Xi and Putin are meeting later this week. Jeez, I'm sure they're gonna just talk about how much they love America. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and you know they are because they both do. It's, uh, and and it's no secret that they love us a lot. Yeah, Ukraine's going to be on the agenda. Obviously, that's what we need. We need holy cow China getting involved with Ukraine. Well, with Russia, you mean? Well, with Russia against in Ukraine. Yeah, is what I'm saying. If yeah. they show up there, and all of a sudden you see Chinese troops <laughs> fighting in Ukraine, that's not good. Not good at all. I'm going to go out on a limb and assess that as not good. But uh, apparently. Um, Taiwan has been lobbying the EU mm-hmm. about getting some possible sanctions against China. So China's going to be involved in Europe real soon, it feels like. What are the odds that the United States imposes sanctions on China? I'm thinking zero. That's what I'm thinking. They're not going to do it. And we're too dependent upon Chinese crap yeah. being delivered to us. I don't know. Zero Hedge is reporting that we're actually considering that too. I'm telling you, man. Oh, it's about to, you think it's ugly now? Oh, hang on. We'll check in in six jeez. months. No. Mm-hmm. How do they make these boneheaded decisions? I mean, a blind man can plainly see how catastrophic these things would be. Just, it's outrageous. Yesterday, Peter Zatko, who was high up in the company of Twitter, saw some things that made him very concerned. 
yeah welcome to the welcome to the crowd because yeah. we're all pretty concerned about certain things and twitter's <laughs> one of them yeah, actually he, he's the whistleblower that came uh, forward and was testifying in front of the senate yesterday there's some interesting stuff that he spilled here's uh, some of what he said to the senate yesterday chairman durbin ranking member grassley members of the committee i appear before you today to answer questions about information I submitted and written disclosures about cybersecurity concerns I observed while working at Twitter. Mm. My name is Peter Zatko, but I'm more often referred to by my online handle as Mudge. Uh, For 30 okay. years, right. my you, mission you like that? has been to make yeah, I like the way you, better you gonna, by making Mudge. them more secure. You're going to have trouble taking him seriously from, from here on out. From November 2020 yes! until January yes! 2022, I was a member of Twitter's executive team. Mudge. Mudge was? In my role, huh? I was responsible for information security, <laughs> privacy engineering, okay. physical security, Get to the point, Mudge. information technology, and Twitter global support. But not coming up with another so, name. I'm here no. today. <clears throat> here today. Because Twitter leadership is misleading the public. All right, pause it right there. That's, wow. Good. Somebody telling the truth? Thank you, Mudge. Except, yeah, he destroyed all his credibility with that. Why would you use that when you're testifying oh. to the Senate? Uh, my online name is Mudge. Well, I think, <laughs> I think because that's where you... Anyway. And so I'm better known on there Twitter. There are exhibits that, that show his name here. As Mudge. Uh, how so. did he get the name Mudge? <laughs> Hang on. What is that short for? That I don't know. We'll chew the fat <laughs> <Okay>. next <laughs> with Jeffy. Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Oh, sorry. My mother never taught me not to interrupt people. Blame her. Uh-huh. Blame her for that. <laughs> and she's not around anymore to defend herself. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, rowdy introvert tweets definition of tone deaf. Throwing a party, celebrating the economy while everyone else is weighed down by the same economy. Yeah. Kitchen table giblets. Inflation near record highs. Soldiers on food stamps. But, hey, no mean tweets. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> You're right. Taken care uh, of. You're right. You're right. Uh, Sarah the Roma, considering how much money we've given Ukraine, they better advance. <laughs> right. Frank Johnson, they want everyone equal. Equal poverty worldwide. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going on, too. Uh, they, you know, they always said they wanted parity throughout the world, and we always said there's no way you can bring the rest of the world up to our standards. So the goal must be bring us down yeah, to theirs, and that's working. exactly what they're doing. Jeffy's third moon <laughs> tweets agree that the left's green plans don't work. Unfortunately, that's not that's not good for us. They'll just say we failed because. We didn't do enough of it. Oh. Just like they always do. And oh, that's yeah. True. That's exactly right. Well, he said yesterday, right? One, I know you played some of his uh, speech uh, yesterday, but he said yesterday he was going to do some great big thing ever, ever, ever dealing with climate change. Mm. Uh, it's just incredible. I don't even know. I don't know that it's ready yet. I sent it in because I was like, of course he said that because it's no joke. Ever, ever, ever. Oh, man. Just agonizing. All right. In the meantime, uh, let's chew the fat with Jeffy. Seems slower than normal. Hmm. 
possible. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, I think it's running slow. Wow. <laughs> it's weird, like we got a stretched tape or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what she's playing. So yeah, now, now it plays longer, huh? A stretch. Oh, good. Tape. Yeah, good. that's even better, right? So, more of it. <laughs> it's a stretch uh. tape. There it is. That's <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. I'm so glad Rob plays the uh, behind-the-scenes Jeffy video every time. <laughs> Love it. Does nothing but make me want to have a smile. And time to chew the fat in just a second here. Yeah. As soon as the theme runs its course. Mm -hmm. With Jeffy. <laughs> a little space news. Uh, NASA tweeted yesterday, Artemis 1 flight test around the moon will launch no earlier than September 27th. But probably later. <laughs> With a backup opportunity, October 2nd is still under review. So, and if there's clouds on both those days, what do they do? Well, then they just reschedule. Okay. That's all. It's no problem. Can they still, or does it have to be a year down the road? That's a good question. <laughs> because mm -hmm. their window, they have a 70-minute no-cloud window on the September 27th, mm -hmm. and they have about a 109-minute window on October 2nd where they're hoping that there's not going to be any clouds. So I don't know. I mean, they completed their repair work. They left it out on the. They left it out on the on the pad. Mm -hmm. They didn't wheel it back in. They reconnected the ground. They they the uh, hot liquid hydrogen fuel feed line where the two seals were replaced, and then they flex sealed it and super glued it and <laughs> gorilla glued it shut. So mm -hmm. I guess we're we're fine now. Okay, we're good. just gonna test it and. The, and we're still set so far for the crewed mission in uh, 2024, and then the Artemis three, where they're supposed to land on the moon, should lift off maybe in 2025. Well, um, I've got so. some bad news for you. Uh, Cape Canaveral September 27th forecast is uh, partly cloudy. Oh boy! So we're looking at October second, maybe. All right. Maybe. <laughs> Blue Origin uh, suffered a minor little mishap earlier this week. Rocket mm. failure, roughly a minute after liftoff, forced the company to perform an emergency abort mid-flight, triggering the spacecraft's uh, escape system. Luckily, there were no humans on board, mm. uh, but uh, took off. Two, one. And uh, you see it. Uh, like, oh, Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So it went up, <laughs> and looks good. Uh huh. Cleared the tower. See, she's yeah. in a good mood, and it's and then, and then oh, 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 oh no, oh no, oh, oh there's oh, a problem. Oh, oh, so boy. we've got to we've got to disengage, and it did what it was supposed to do. Right, the main yeah, yeah, okay. It, it, it did what it's supposed to do, and they've confirmed the, the launch anomaly, adding that hey, the escape system worked <laughs> yeah, the, like it was supposed the to. The precious cargo was saved. Uh, the rocket, uh, and they noted that the rocket impacted the ground instead of uh, landing upright like it normally does. Mm, so mm -hmm. I believe uh, that means it crashed to the ground. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so I guess uh, all the rockets now for New Shepard have been grounded pending an investigation by the FAA. No injuries or, you know, public property. That's all Bezos's space land out there. And they don't know what caused the rocket failure. They're looking into the issue. Mm. Uh, it was without humans. Like I said, it was, uh, I don't know what they had uh, as far as the mission. 
I think they were having some kind of payload that they were testing. Probably to a go satellite up. or something. No, they don't. No, go, not yet. They're mm. going up. They're trying to. Uh, they're trying to get a deal with NASA for some other payloads to go up and test. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously now that's uh, yeah, we kind of put that on hold right now because mm-hmm. Bezos wants you know he still has his tourism business, which um, I guess that rocket had gone up eight times before, but uh, I don't know if they, they ever used that rocket when humans went up. But uh, we'll you know we'll we'll see what happens. Bezos wants in that space business bad, so yeah, he's, he does. he's testing as much as he can. Remember back in November of last year, we talked about the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket that launched the double asteroid redirect test spacecraft, otherwise known as DART. DART is going to be used as the battering ram to crash into an asteroid the 26th of this month. The mission is an international collaboration to protect the globe from future asteroid impacts. And the asteroid according to the experts, pose no threat to Earth, but it's the first test of the kinetic impact technique using a spacecraft to deflect an asteroid for for planetary defense. So they do a final maneuver on September 25th, 24 hours before impact, and then uh, the team will know the position of Dimorphos within two kilometers from there, DART will be on its own and uh, autonomously guide itself into the collision. And so we'll see if it works. Then we'll know. We'll get data from the spacecraft and we'll see exactly what happened. Um, this is the perfect little thing that they have going. So DART, uh, if DART hits Dimorphos at 15,000 miles per hour as planned, uh, it will test the... Uh, Earth defense theory from the kinetic impactor. Now, Dimorphos is about, according to them, 6.8 million miles away mm. from Earth. So we'll see if it works. Apparently, they have not seen the uh, documentary. Uh, <laughs> that it doesn't work. It doesn't that work. doesn't work. No. no. You got to land there and drill down. Yeah, you have to drill. And plant some yeah. nuclear weapons. You have to drill. Yeah, it's Explode just them. that simple. You got you, you put yeah. a... You put a firecracker in your hand and leave it open. And it goes off. What happens? You, <laughs> burn, you burn your you hand. You burn your hand. You close your fist. What happens? You lose your fingers. Your wife's going to be opening your ketchup bottles mm. for the rest of your life. <laughs> so, man, I believe we've <laughs> covered this. That's, yes, we have. That's just science. That's, That's science. science. Thank you. Well, the guy that told us was pretty much the smartest man on the planet. Yeah. So we ought to listen to him. That's right. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Congratulations to Wheel of Fortune. This week, they began the 40th season oh my. of Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Pat said they used to sit around after 10 years and go, how long do you think this can go on? They stopped asking <laughs> after 20 years. <laughs> wow. Awesome. I know. It just keeps demotoring along. Now, the good news is that the puzzle board, which hasn't been updated in nearly two decades, now features some of the same technology that powers the NASA rovers that explore Mars. Wheel of Fortune now unveiling to us an updated puzzle board this season, and it is high tech. When Pat Sajak and Vanna White yes. first took over the show, Vanna had to manually turn the puzzle board pieces. <laughs> that was too Before hard. this, oh, yeah. I would touch that. the hard. edge of the letter because it was a, a TV monitor. Right. Now right. it's a flat screen. Oh, see? That's how. See, it works. There's a laser, and I can run my hand over it. I don't even have to touch it. Huh? You want to try? I Let's do. See if it'll work. That's Just dangerous. Right See if you can do uh. it. 
Oh, oh. She and look at that. Ta-da! The technology is called uh, uh, LiDAR. And it's been used in self-driving cars as well as on uh, distant planets. It stands for light detection and ranging. And it uses a network of lasers to measure movement and distance. Now, NASA's been using it since the 70s, but it's finally available on Wheel of of Fortune. I mean, Vanna can't be expected to turn those panels over. Not even touching. Too hard. What are we, cavemen? No. That's just kidding. I just feel like if you get too close to it, it could trigger the wrong letter. (laughs) Careful up there, you know? Right. That's what well, I'm worried about. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I think Vanna will be able to handle it. You think she'll it. be able yeah, to? Yeah, I know. I'm just, you know, I, I'll trust Vanna. <laughs> She's a veteran. <laughs> a wheel 40 veteran. years? Yeah. A wheel of fortune? Something. That sure Something is. Else. No kidding. Uh, just uh, a little passing. Uh, the WNBA finals are still going on uh, between the <laughs> Connecticut Sun and the still Las Vegas going on? Asses. Well, they, 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 uh, the, the finals. I mean, we've had the championship yeah. game and stuff, but we are in the finals uh, now okay. with the Connecticut Sun and the Las Vegas Aces, <laughs> and uh, that continues through this week. The WNBA finished the 2022 regular season, delivering its most watched regular season in 14 years. <laughs> Viewership across its national television partners, ABC, CBS, ESPN, <laughs> ESPN2, was up 16%, Pat. Yeah, from 16% two to three over 2021. It set new now marks that's an of average. engagement. Sometimes there were one... In- Sometimes four. Four. Yeah. All all it took was one of your players uh, getting uh, imprisoned in Russia. They said that they averaged. Now, it was a little bit more than three. All right. I'm not going to have you you make fun of them. I don't want to mislead people. All right. They averaged 379,000 viewers, making it the most viewed season in the league's television history. Mm. Okay. And just to give you an example. Of how good that really is mm-hmm. at three hundred seventy nine thousand, uh, the Texas Alabama game on Saturday, uh, college football, mm-hmm. uh, averaged uh, ten point six million viewers, <laughs> and between two fifteen and two thirty, when the game was on the wire, more than fifteen point one million people oh. were watching. Wow. Okay, and just wow. to give you another example okay. of how uh-huh. good the uh-huh. WNBA is, uh, Sunday night's Bucks Cowboys. Game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, after you sprinkle in all the streaming devices, uh, 25.1 million oh. viewers watched oh. that game. Wow. And that was a I'll, crappy so, game, too. I'll give you another example. <laughs> College football, late night, the game ended at one in the morning central time. Yeah. 2.4 million people. <laughs> I, at one in the morning. Well, I mean, it took BYU. BYU. Uh, uh, Baylor, Baylor, BYU, Baylor, two point four million. It was their highest uh, late night game oh, since two thousand sixteen. Yeah. I mean, it took a BYU uh, two days to win that game. Finally, it did. Let's get it yeah. over with. But they won it. <laughs> they won it. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Another they, tough one with Oregon. Oh this man, weekend. and they needed. I mean, they for sure needed that Baylor win. Speaking, no, they did. They needed to get out of that they with did, a win, yeah. no matter no, no matter, matter what. what. Speaking of did. BYU, they, um, they had an unusual uh, or unexpected defender. Uh, for their uh, volleyball team. There. Yeah, we'll get into that coming up because oh, nice. uh, you'll be. I was surprised, but <laughs> no doubt, it's amazing. Now the remembrance of the Queen is still ongoing uh, until. Oh, uh, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, well, I'm just letting you know the funeral's on Monday. I don't know if you know. 
No, uh, I had no idea. I see where the UK Nobody's is. talking about it. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to tell you about it. Where, where's the coffin at this exact moment? Do so, we have the GPS coordinates? We actually we do, absolutely yes. have the GPS coordinates. We can give you the latitude and longitude of it. Uh, I see where the UK is asking all the world leaders, <laughs> leaders to take a bus to the funeral. Mm. Uh, and I think uh, President Biden got special dispensation from the king to take the beast. And then some others were like, hey! What about us? We're major world leaders, too. We don't want to ride a bus. So Macron and uh, the emperor from Japan and Trudeau, I guess, get to drive their separate cars, too, to the event, you know, for security reasons. Uh huh. And so I was sent a picture of what uh, Joe Biden wrote. Remember when he signed the condolence book yeah. uh, at the British Embassy last week? Remember mm-hmm. he brought his index card? <laughs> And he had to copy down what right. he was what he was going to put in the so, condolence book. Well, you know, nobody ad libs that. Nobody just no. You got to be sure right then and there. Yeah, <laughs> you've had a team of specialists working on yeah, what you're going to write. And I will say, I noticed that the promo clips that they put out of this now mm-hmm. do not show him taking out the card. Oh, I'm they sure they all jump to him signing. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty incredible. But we know what uh, is it. I was sent a copy. Of oh, wow. what he signed oh, you were. in the condolence book. Oh, good. Uh-huh. And it says, Dear Queen, uh, sorry to hear you died. I really like listening to your Bohemian Rhapsody, Joey B. That's nice. Now, that's a I've sweet met, message. I it don't is. know that that's been fact checked. Huh. It's the president of the United States. I had it sent, yeah, I had it sent <laughs> I, to me. I mean, that's the what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, you were speaking of. Uh, that's an honest mistake, though. I mean, a lot of people probably thought <laughs> it was Queen the band, not. You know, the reigning queen. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Okay. A lot of people. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, remember to subscribe to uh, my daily podcast, uh, Chewing the Fat, available Mm. wherever you get your uh, podcast. Okay. And uh, you can just subscribe and make sure you rate and review. Thank you very much. I appreciate Mm. it. I also uh, would like to say that I know you're talking about the BYU game. Man, I wish Missouri would have played this weekend. But, yeah, they did. Uh, they did play. I wish they would have had a game. They got their anuses kicked sideways <laughs> oh. by Kansas State. It was ugly, okay. man. Ugly. I, I think they're in for a tough year. A real tough year. Because, uh, I mean, we got uh, we got the tough Abilene Christian uh, coming up this week. <laughs> when Abilene Christian and Missouri get together on the football field, you can throw out all the records. All of them. You absolutely can. Because it's just too heated and too unpredictable. When they clash. Hey, did you see that um, ESPN's College Game Day is going to go to what was it? Boone, North yeah, Carolina. Going to Boone for Appalachian State? State. They're going up to Boone, North Carolina huh. for the Appalachian State. Who's game. who's upstate playing? Do we know? Uh, Troy, I think. But it does not. Oh, that's a big one. About, it's not that's a, a, I, the App State Troy game. But it's about oh, you know what they say Troy. when App State and uh-huh. Troy get together? You want to know a fun fact? <laughs> yes. Uh, two Sun Belt Conference teams have. Uh, Beaten the Huskers in recent years in Lincoln, Nebraska. Of course, last week was Georgia Southern, and previously that was Troy. Mm. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. There this you might go. actually be a really good game. I don't know. It might be. App State is actually pretty good. Yes, they are. They're pretty darn good. There's that's a solid. <laughs> They'd beat someone team. this weekend. Someone like uh, Texas A and M, formerly ranked sixth Oof. in the nation. That's a great Oof. win for them. That sure is. They've Big become time. a pretty darn good program. They sure have. All right, 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray returns. Thanks for joining us. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We told you 
that there was a shocking development of somebody standing up for BYU. This yeah. is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a, uh, a big report. It was a big it was report? About six minutes long, I think. Wow. Oh. And we only pulled, I don't know, 90 seconds of okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. This is from <clears throat> CNN. Whoa. What? Wow. Here it wow. is. And that some sort of misunderstanding occurred. For its part, Duke issued a statement saying it was standing by its players. But notably, the Richardson family has not yet responded to CNN's request for comment. Uh-oh. Huh. Look, systemic racism is real and corrosive to the soul of our country. But facts mm. always have to come first. Listen to ESPN host really? Stephen A. Smith, who covered the controversy <clears throat> extensively. All right. Racism, prejudice still exists in this country. We all know it. We know how prevalent it is, and we know that it's something that completely needs to be eradicated. Having said that, we're not doing ourselves any favors if we bring it up and broach it when it doesn't exist. Wow. Thank you. And that's the key that we need to focus on. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's why it was surprising to hear the head coach of the South Carolina women basketball team, Don Staley, Say that she was still okay with canceling her team's games against BYU, regardless yeah. of the results of the investigation. Staley says that she's standing by her decision because of her own personal research, <laughs> commitment to the well-being <laughs> okay. of her team. What? But when investigations turn up a very okay. different fact pattern, it's mm-hmm. incumbent upon everyone to acknowledge it and adjust. Yes. Fidelity to the facts is all that we as journalists and citizens should ask. It's understandable from there's CNN, a desire to believe people when they say they've been victimized. Uh-huh. But the accusations have to be backed up by facts. And yes. when the facts don't fit, uh-huh. upon further review, we need to set the record straight with as much intensity as the initial reports. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> this from the guy that continually <laughs> ignores facts, <laughs> especially when it comes to Donald Trump. But hey, I'll okay. take what you can get. I'll, right? I'll yeah. take it because... Yeah. Uh, Duke has been ridiculous during this time. Duke Athletic Director Nina King issued a statement standing by Richardson, which is fine. All right. I guess. I guess. She said uh, the 18 members of the Duke University volleyball team are exceptionally strong women who represent themselves, their families, and Duke University with the utmost integrity. Okay. We unequivocally stand with and champion them especially <clears throat> this is the line where they just they crossed over into uh stupid land <laughs> especially when their character is called into question duke athletics believes in respect <clears throat> equality and inclusiveness and we do not tolerate hate and bias that road goes both ways there mm-hmm. duke and you do have to pay attention to the facts yeah First of all, BYU didn't call into question anybody's integrity. No, not They once. didn't do that at all. But when you find in your investigation nothing happened, even though she said it did, what are you supposed to do? <clears throat> Lie and say, yeah, uh, we're going to punish a bunch of people, even though it didn't happen. What What do you want from yeah. them? My gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you can still stand behind your players. Sure. But evidence has shown that what she believes she heard may not have happened. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. Have a nice day. Right. Uh, they did apologize and reinstate that fan. Um, yes, they did. They re- reinstated the rock section, too. His- the Roar of yeah. Cougars, the student section, that's back in business. Oh, my gosh. So they, what, they what, did undo what they did. What's this, what's this yeah, reaction this right here? 
It's well, they were it's they were very premature in yes, dropping were. all yes, that. Yes, they were. They really were. Yes, they were. And they and it was early on that we knew that. Okay, we've reviewed all the tapes, we've listened to all the audio, and mm-hmm. no one <clears throat> except her heard this, including her teammates, right? Including the Duke coach. Nobody heard it. Mm. No, why? Because it wasn't said, that's why. Well, have you looked into the possibility that everyone but her is deaf that was present? <laughs> you know what? I hadn't. No, I haven't. Okay. That didn't occur to me. That All could right. be. Okay, there's a good explanation for it. Except they seem to be hearing everything everybody's uh, saying yeah. now. But momentary deafness, mass momentary deafness is a thing. Side effect. It does right. happen. I don't know. <laughs> right. Side effect of the vax. And I love the statement from Lisa Pamplin, you know, the, the fairy godmother of uh of rachel richardson oh yeah that made such a big deal out of this she lives here in yeah fort worth uh, fort worth uh she said byu's statement today does not change my position well no of course nothing's going to correct in fact the statement and the findings are in keeping with what i and many others anticipated Daily across America, the burden of proof in instances like these involving people of color, as well as marginalized people, economically disadvantaged people, and disempowered people, is shifted unfairly and without hesitation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is just asinine. First of all, the burden of proof has always been on the accuser. You prove it. We don't have to prove our innocence, Which, even though they did. But, but it wasn't, though. You know, In today's world, that we've reversed that. Right um, uh, for yeah. ma- in many cases prove we've you didn't do it. The, which this in this case is exactly what happened. It is, yeah, it is. Ugh, just I can't take it. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. It's fun. All right, um, Yale gifted a million dollars to study alleged racism uh, of video game characters and their hair. <laughs> okay, that's money well spent. <laughs> How do I, dear Yale? <clears throat> My name is Jeff Fisher. Oh, no. What's wrong? <laughs> I, I am studying. I want some study money from you. I am studying the racism of shoes. <laughs> I think the shoes you wear tells what kind this, of yes. racist you really and, are. And on top of the shoes, <laughs> uh, I believe that the shoelaces you choose mm. are just as dangerous. That's critical. Please give That's me a million to your, dollars. to your study. I think you need two million. One for the shoe study, and then one, one for, for the, the laces. Sh- the laces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you got to get two million. You for can't that. you can't combine both of those. No into one grant. No, no, not and do it justice, Keith. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. So they're looking into the alleged racism inherent in algorithms that create video game avatars. I've been really confused, okay. and perplexed about that too. Yeah, uh, Professor Theodore Kim is tasked with leading a team to, quote, develop new tools and algorithms Mm -hmm. to bring inclusivity to the digital screen. It's about time. Finally. Finally. The school argues the algorithms in video games are deeply biased and use predominantly European features to create (laughs) avatars. I hate when that happens. Yeah. If it was Canadian uh, features, I'd be okay with it, but not European. Not, Not European. Not European. Huh. Yale's press release claims that the most biased aspect of the avatar algorithm is the representation of human hair. Okay. Specifically type 4 hair, which is described as a characteristic that most commonly occurs in black communities. There is too little representation of type 4 hair. But there is representation, just not enough. Not enough. 
Kim will lead a group that will investigate the algorithmic oh, representation yeah. of type 4 hair as a uniquely anti-racist problem. So wait. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Okay. If it's if type 4 hair is represented, <clears throat> mm-hmm. then how do you continue to represent type 4 hair? You see there's only one kind of type mm. 4 hair. Yeah. I don't I don't know how I don't you know. duplicate Kim, an associate professor of computer science at the Ivy League University, said that the research will help identify harmful systemic well, racism good. in video games. Oh, well, good. How long have we talked about that? Oh, my gosh. The Off type air. four hair problem. I mean, I think we first brought it up in the late 50s, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Well, maybe it was the early 60s, that. but I don't. I think it was earlier, too. I, well, and I we, agree with we that, We discuss Jay. it you know, off the air all the time. We've just the never, type four hair problem. We just, yeah. we just never cracked the mic to have this discussion, and right. you know, we were our hand was forced. Uh, well, we didn't believe we could do it justice right. without proper research and, and, and funding. And funding. We should have filed for this grant money. We definitely that should have. Man, as that. much as we've been railing about <clears throat> it off air, mm-hmm. shoot. How many times mm-hmm. have you seen the lack of type four hair opportunity in video loss. games? Yeah. Way Kim, too many times. Kim, Kim saw the opportunity and took it. Good we, for her. We blew it. We just blew it. Why, why do we always miss the boat on these? I don't know. I guess we're just, uh, we're not anti-racist enough, and we need to become such. So we're working on that. Just know we're working on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But some good news with the race uh, story there. This uh, Oberlin College, these students. They're going to pay nearly $37 million to a local bakery that sued the school for libel. Good. Following a 2016 shoplifting incident involving three black students. Mm. Okay, so... Uh, what happened was, well, the Ohio Supreme Court last month declined to hear or- Oberlin's appeal of a lower court ruling, ordering the college to pay $25 million to Gibson's Bakery, which accused the college of branding the store as racist and harming its, its business as a result. Uh, wow. So Oberlin College is, <clears throat> they're disappointed. In the court's decision, of course. I bet they are. But here's what happened. In November of 2016, Alan Gibson, the son of bakery owner David Gibson, chased and tackled... You can't can't trust bakers, first of all. Let's just... Bakers. Very difficult people to trust. It's very true. But go ahead. I live with a baker. Because they don't uh, give you unlimited supply of food? (laughs) Yeah, they make you pay for it, bastards. Uh, But... The son of the bakery owner, David Gibson, chased and tackled a black male student he had suspected of stealing a bottle of wine. Two black female students who were with the male tried to intervene. All three were arrested and later pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges. The arrest triggered student protests outside of Gibson's where flyers accused the owners of racist business practices. (laughs) You're supposed to let them go when they steal. Okay. A student Senate resolution... Did they steal the wine? Yes. They pled guilty. Yeah, they did. A student Senate resolution condemning Gibson's uh, was emailed to all students and was posted in a display case at at the school student center where it remained for a year. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Oberlin College officials ordered its campus food provider to stop buying food... They're lucky uh, to still be open. ...from the bakery. Are, Are they even open today? I, I, it doesn't I mean, say. I don't. I'm. <clears throat> I don't know. That that's a tough road to hoe right there. But now they're they've been charged and uh, ordered to pay thirty seven million total. Good for slander. Yeah, good is exactly right. Yeah. And, wow. And um, 
they lost a couple of family members during this, uh, you know, uh, ordeal as they were fighting all this in court. And um, it's just a tragic story about this family bakery who's been there, like you said, forever and then treated like this. Uh, 1885. Oh, man. Yeah. And um, it looks like they are still open, I believe. So what yeah. were they supposed to? Yeah. Somebody steals wine, and because they're black, you just let them go? Is that what it is? Is that what we're supposed to do now? It That well, is no. racism. And we encounter it all the time in stories like this. Yes, we do. And they don't see the irony of it at all. Wait a minute. So you're saying it's okay for black people to steal wine. Is that what you're saying? Because that's, that's racist. You're saying they can't be held to the same standard right. as everybody well, else. It's reparations. That's what, what's her face, the <clears throat> 1619 project or whatever yeah. stupid project. That's what she believes. Yep. Wow. All right. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Have you tried to sell a home lately? <clears throat> I mean, it depends on where you are in the country and, and uh, the market conditions that you're facing as to how hard it's going to be. But in every case, it's stressful. And you just want to make sure that you get the most money out of your home. And so what do you have to do? What do you have to replace or fix in order to get the most uh, out of your home? Well, that's where the realtor comes in. They can help you decide uh, on renovations or changing things or painting or whatever you're doing. You need that kind of service. And it's provided by Real Estate Agents I Trust. It's Glenn's company, and so they vet these agents very carefully. So they're going to see you through the entire selling process from the day you interview with them until the minute you sign on the dotted line. And the same goes for buying a home. Um, Partner yourself with a competitive winning machine. Real Estate Agents I Trust. Name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com This is Pat Gray Unleashed. The worst day in the history of mankind. Oh, no. January 6th. Hello. It's the day democracy almost died. Right. You're right. Mm. Trump almost killed it on that day. Nearly killed it. As he was leading the charge to go break things in the Capitol building. As he was sitting in the dining room. Well, but that's how he led the charge, though, from there. With with a a ketchup bottle. Right. Which he threw... Uh, he poured I on thought, a steak yeah, or a, that was a hamburger, burger, yeah. and then he threw it on the wall, mm-hmm. which is punishable by death. Whoa. Waste of good Heinz ketchup, I'll tell you that. That's true. And you are a Heinz ketchup police officer. <laughs> I am. Thank you. <laughs> Chief inspector or just like low-level <clears throat> inspector? No, no. He's high Chief? in the ranks. Uh, I am a detective. Come on detective, now. Detective. Detective. My bad. A Heinz police officer. So just three days after the January 6th, Sixth, uh, Capitol breach. One of the Capitol Police's top intelligence anal- analysts sent a blistering, a blistering email to. That's oh, uh, our exclamation points and everything. Probably sent it to his supervisors, blowing the whistle on what he said was their failure to heed clear intelligence mm-hmm. warnings that the right wing rioters planned to storm the Capitol. Yeah, he tried to warn him. Tried to. He asked for more police, right? Mm, yep. Okay, Trump asked for the National Guard. This guy asked for more Capitol Police officers to be there. And 
in each instance, they were told no. Yeah, right. in other words, Nancy Pelosi wanted this to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a hard time believing there was a plan to storm the Capitol building. I think it was a spontaneous occurrence. Some people may have thought, yeah, we're going to go in there. But I think for the most part, people were just there to protest. I I think it was actually the plan of Ray Epps and the FBI. But what do I know? Well, yeah. yeah. Didn't you have that uh, interesting story about the FBI showing up at uh, somebody's house, too? Indeed. Oh, yeah. well, they've been uh, showing up uh, yes, they a have. number of houses. And this is a purge, and you better be careful. It's Th- nuts. I, I mean, they have milked this January 6th thing. Uh, they're continuing to milk it. Yeah, man. it's not going away anytime soon. <sighs> the FBI just showed up at a Trump supporter's house because there was an, an anonymous. <laughs> anonymous? Anonymous. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> I'm losing my mind and my and voice, voice all yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. An anonymous tip that she was at the January 6th riot. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She wasn't there. But because we got the tip, <clears throat> yep. we're breaking down the door. Unfortunately, they didn't break down the door, but they knocked on the door. Why is the FBI here? So the woman's daughter gets her, and she thinks it's a joke at first, <laughs> and she gets to the door, and sure enough, it's the stinking FBI. What? Yeah, ma'am, we heard uh, from an anonymous tip that you might have actually been on on the Capitol grounds on January 6th. Have you not surveilled the 14,000 hours of videotape to know who's been there and who hasn't? And we're still believing anonymous tips of people that were there? I find that hard to believe. How about the tips the FBI ignored uh, of, say, Larry Nassar? And what he was doing to female gymnasts for the longest time. Maybe you could follow up on real tips, guys. Just a thought. Jeffrey Epstein, for instance. Mm. How about that? Why don't we follow up on who his uh, co-abusers were? Who were all the people that flew on that plane with him to that private island? Shh. There was nobody. Nobody. Uh, So, apparently, uh, the woman said that uh, she was terrified And I'll be honest with you, when my daughter woke me up telling me that there were three armed FBI officers at my door, I thought she was joking. Immediately threw on some clothes, though. I called my husband. I was crying. My knees were shaking. And even though I knew I'd done nothing wrong, after seeing Joe Biden's speech the night before, I thought, oh, my God, this is political. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. So she knows. Uh, She told Tucker Carlson that in her frightened state, she thought they can take me out of here in handcuffs. And I'm not coming home again. So I went outside and I said, gentlemen, you're scaring me. And they proceeded to tell me that they were given an anonymous tip that I was at the Capitol on January 6th. Jeez. So? So somebody who doesn't like you because you're a Trump supporter can just call the FBI and say, yeah, I think uh, my neighbor was, she was at. She was at the Capitol building on January 6th. And they're going to show up? And they're going to show up. And harass you over that? Sending three agents to her home? This is unbelievable. It's completely out of control. Yeah, they just took um, Pillow Guy's phone, too. Yeah, they surrounded him. That's the other thing. Yes, Mike Lindell. Mm -hmm. And he said, I use my phone for everything I do. Yeah. For all five businesses. I control it all on my phone, and they took it from me. Why? Because the purge has begun. 
and they're not going to stop. <clears throat> They've got the power. They know it's waning, and they're going to do everything they can to make life miserable. Like like we're, we're some sort of uh, behind the Iron Curtain nation now in Eastern Europe. That's what that's what's happening right now. That's exactly what's happening. Got to keep us in line. Yeah, oh, just can't. Because they know he's a big Trump supporter. Oh, yeah. He can believe whatever he wants, by the way. He can believe that the the election was stolen if he wants to. That's not hurting anybody. I, I don't care how strongly he believes it, how many times he says it. We don't have to believe him. So he can believe whatever he wants. Right. But no, they come and confiscate I mean, his phone. They've continually uh, tried to put him out of business. Yeah, man. they have. Yes, they have. And they're not going to stop, apparently, until they succeed. I mean, he was out hunting, going hunting with his buddies, stopped off at Hardy's, and had <laughs> surrounded by the FBI. So they must have been following him. Yeah. <laughs> Hardee's. That just goes to show you that multimillionaires eat the same way we do. <laughs> he said they'd stop to get something to eat at Hardee's. Uh, and it, maybe the FBI could spend some more time on the Hunter Biden stuff that they completely buried to try to influence the 2020 election. Um, that uh, disinformation campaign from the FBI, if you ask me, mm-hmm. has been quite effective on public opinion. Yeah, we uh, check this out. We've got a, a pie chart about it. Do you think that the Hunter Biden laptop is genuine or is it Russian disinformation? Now, we know for a fact it's genuine. Yeah, absolutely. We but do. 59% of Americans still believe. Uh, no, they, 41% believe it was it was Russian disinformation. 59% do believe. Yeah, it's genuine. It's How do you get 41% of America when it's been proven positively that it is Hunter Biden's laptop and they still believe it I mean, was we, some conspiracy. And we know that the FBI was involved in the whole Russia disinformation campaign now. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's pretty much mm-hmm. been proven fact. And did you see that as this federal government and this Biden administration uh, continues to go after those on the right as domestic terrorists, ultra MAGA, white supremacists, have you seen quietly what they've been doing behind the scenes with the 9-11 terrorists, uh, offering them leniency, as in maybe we'll let go of the death penalty. We won't seek that for you guys perpetrating uh, the biggest crime uh, on America uh, that happened over 20 years ago. Yeah, I say just set them free. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, why not? They, they will. it's been long enough they now. Will. They will. Yeah, they will. They absolutely will when this is all said and done. Mm-hmm. If Biden stays in power, oh. they will. Sometime during his administration, set them free. It's despicable. Again, I've heard it said that these are some of the worst people, that these are the worst people to ever be in charge in this nation. I've heard that as well. Yeah, I've heard that someplace. This is news to me. Really? That these are bad people running the country? very bad people. Like evil people running the country. It fits. Huh. Somebody said it. I I can't remember who. Uh, we got some breaking news here. Hmm? We're just hearing, I just saw this on Fox. Okay. The Queen has died. The uh-huh. Queen of England uh, and the British Empire. Is that confirmed? Has died. I don't, where has this been? I don't know. They just said they Apparently were moving. Apparently it happened days ago. They were when moving I... the coffin to <laughs> Westminster and I thought, 
I why haven't we heard hard. about this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why it hasn't come across my phone. You said you saw it on TV? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, she's she, no longer living. They wouldn't have put her in the coffin and still alive, right? I don't want her buried alive. I, they better check and make sure because this is the first we're hearing of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm Just go with it. If that's what you saw, a graphic or something. I mean, could they cover this <laughs> I'm tell- any actually, harder than actually, covering it? CNN is much worse than Fox oh, on by this. a lot. Yeah, it is literally their COVID chart that they kept up there for two years. <laughs> That's all it is. Every it is. every segment, we have to know exactly mm. where the coffin is. It's on the tarmac. It's in route. It's it's in the what is it? The bow room of uh-huh. Buckingham Palace. <laughs> we know everything about this coffin. I can't take it. Pretty amazing for somebody that really we don't we don't have a tie to. I mean, there's no reason for us to know anything about the Queen, what she does, what she did. Is there? It was important. That, how does that affect? I think our lives? when she died, it was proper to pay respects. Yeah, okay. and, and mention it, and, yes. and and point out, wow, what a historic figure, and you know now but she's for no this more. Kind of coverage. It's now out of hand, and you knew it was gonna be. You knew it was gonna be like this. Man, oh man, and we still have five, the four or five yeah, days of it. We sure left. do. How long will the commemorative uh, magazines uh, be on the shelves? Uh, a year, yeah. probably. Oh, yeah. And then we'll have to hear about the anniversary of her death. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, then the anniversary of her burial. And, I mean, where does it stop? It doesn't. Bless her heart. She seemed to be really popular and really a, a good queen. You know, I guess she did her ceremonial things pretty well. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough gig, right, Jeffy? Yeah. That's why it he is. wants it. That's why he wants it. I guess so. she worked hard for that $98 million Would, a year. Hold on. Hold on. Well, more than that. I mean, that's from the government, though, right? Because, <clears throat> yeah. Balmoral, uh, that was hers. She owned that. That's the family's property. I think they own all those properties. Not all of them. Some of them belong to the state, too. Mm. Uh, but Balmoral, for sure, was part of the family. That's hers. That's a working estate, and she, that's that's her money separate from mm-hmm. uh, separate from the state. So, Jeffy, Postmaster General, Pope, <laughs> or King of England, which would you prefer? Oh, King. Yeah, that that's a high-paying gig. That's a good gig. What <laughs> right other there. world leader I mean, hell- makes a hundred million dollars a year? Yeah. You know what the president makes? Four hundred thousand. I mean, as Postmaster General, you don't have the footman, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want a footman. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Look up, look up, and see what the prime minister of Britain makes a year. What what do they pay that guy? Oh, I don't know. It's a woman too, by the way. Mr. Oh, that girl. Mr. Yeah, because I was Mr. thinking Mr. Boris Hateful. Johnson. Sorry, it's been. Okay, it's, it's they've had a change. It's been a week. Yeah, they had to change. Mm-hmm. Maybe she had something to do. She was she I the last her, person. Was she the last person to back. see the Queen alive? By the way. She oh. goes and sees her. The queen Poisoned looks fine. Her. Next thing you know, kaput. She's dead. The leader, yeah. yeah. I see where, uh, what's his face in Israel might be coming back again. Speaking of changing of the guards at government. Oh, Netanyahu? Netanyahu? Yeah. Oh, oh, he's absolutely coming back, yeah. He is. Ah. Looks like uh, 84,000 mm. pounds is what the... 84,000 no. is all? If that's what I'm seeing here. But they give him a place to stay. Right? Oh, you get a house. You get, you get Section 8 housing. Uh-huh. Because oh, uh, okay. 10 Downing Street, that's a dump. Well, now I'm seeing 164, 161. So I Still, guess, that's yeah. not that much. There's, there's, some, there's something there with the, I think, it's, I think it's like the queen thing. Remember that? I think it's 84 in cash and then another 80 or so in oh. expenses. So if you include everything, yeah. it's 161 I, that's or what, whatever? That's what Still, I'm though. trying to figure Still, out Still, that's yeah. way under. Even And with the housing, so what? And he's the actual 
He's the actual she. governing force. If you for, say he, uh, one she, more time. Right. <laughs> she is the actual, the person who occupies that office. I'm really not speaking of anybody oh. specifically. Okay, okay, so here we the go. The office yeah. uh, is the one responsible <laughs> uh-huh. for leading the country. So it's 80000 for prime minister and then an additional 84000 mm. because they're an elected member of parliament, which equals the oh, 164. Okay. Wow. Jeez. So they double. By being elected with your party, you get the double cash. Yeah. Okay, so it's and then of course still, plus the Joe the, Biden, the house. Uh, of course, like you mentioned, four hundred thousand. Uh, Donald Trump, of course, donated every salary that he earned as president of the United States. But every nobody penny. ever mentions that. No, they don't. No, no, they do not. But if it was Biden who was donating his salary, oh, they'd oh, be talking about that believe nonstop. Me, the big guy isn't giving up his money. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Got some tweets here. Perpetua 1988 tweets. Imagine you travel back in time to before the 2020 election and disclose to yourself about what the future holds in the two years that have passed. How do you think you would have reacted to hearing about all the insane changes that would happen? You you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't have believed it. Uh, Jim Eagle 17, I know a few people that went to Oberlin. They have fewer students than my kids' high school. (laughs) Their endowment fund is over $1 billion. Wow. The judge should have given them half of it. Yeah, the, yeah, no the people that were at the Isn't uh, it Princeton bakery. that's going to start paying uh, for tuitions? I don't know. One, I haven't heard it. One of the universities is going to start paying uh, the tuitions. Out an of Ivy League school is? I think it is. Oh, oh really? Wow. Listen to that, man. Oberlin College, 2,978 enrollment. 2,900. Yeah, smaller than most six yeah. A schools in Texas. That is. <laughs> most people stop at the Starbucks. I drive by every yeah. morning. <laughs> uh, Jimmy James, seventeen seventy six, tweets: The FBI also dropped the ball ball on the uh, Parkland school shooter, but when it comes to parents at school board meetings, and the My Pillow guy, mm-hmm. and random people who were at the Capitol, that's where they're going to buckle yeah, down. No kidding. Disgusting. Liberty Trucker tweets, unfortunately, I have no faith in a red wave in November. Even if if the Republicans win, I think they'll do uh, what they say as a party they do best. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Alpha 7615, the Russian army running in fear is comparable to the Republican Party running in fear from the weaker Democrat Party. Uh, yep. Yeah, it, uh, Princeton is paying uh, the college costs <laughs> and all other costs. Uh, for families making under $100,000 a year. Nice. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of like mm. what we talked about when we talked about how Harvard and Yale could just do it and just pay, and then it would be a self-perpetuating thing, right? The people, yep. you'd graduate, and they would just donate back to the fund, and it would just continue on because mm-hmm. I mean, there's enough money in the pot already Yeah, to do it for how many years? About- At Harvard, uh, they could pay for every student every year. For 50 years yeah, okay so from but, their endowment yeah, i mean it would just be a self-perpetuating thing and they could pay for everybody and they probably they'd never run out of the endowment right. either because as you said it's continually replenished so but would they ever do that no not a chance. i don't think so but i'm surprised somebody yeah, i know and it was Pr- princeton, princeton for yeah. sure hmm that's interesting is there a number, is there a number of people? <laughs> there is it's 1-800 princeton it's interesting okay Right on the wall behind you, you doofus. Thanks, Ivan. Uh, let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Here's a deal you can't pass up. Go to preparewithpat.com. 
and you're going to save $250 on a three-month emergency food kit from my Patriot Supply. Limited time only offer designed to help you save money while you prepare for the food shortages that are really just around the corner. There are going to be food shortages. Farmers keep warning us. And it's time to listen. My Patriot Supply wants to help your family be prepared, but they can't offer this discount forever. This sale ends soon. Go to preparewithpat.com and you'll save $250 on each three-month kit you need. And you should really have one kit per person per family. Uh, So it's nice to have that peace of mind. When you have that backing you up just in case, you know, the grocery store shelves go empty again. And this food stays fresh for up to 25 years so it's going to be there when you need it. And with the $250 savings, it's more affordable than ever. Uh, go to preparewithpat.com, save $250. Preparewithpat.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Uh, we started into the Peter Zatko situation. He was uh, a guy who was high up in the company uh, at Twitter, and he saw some things that he was really concerned about. And so yesterday, so let's just start back at the top because it's been so long now. Uh, he <laughs> went to the Senate to uh, talk about it all. Chairman Durbin, Ranking Member Grassley, members of the committee, I appear before you today to answer questions about information I submitted in written disclosures about cybersecurity concerns I observed while working at Twitter. My name is Peter Zatko, but I'm more often referred to by my online handle as Mudge. Mudge. Mm -hmm. For 30 years, my mission has been to make the Mm -hmm. world better by making it more secure. Huh, me too. That's from November 2020 until January 2022. I was a member of Twitter's executive team. In my role, I was responsible for information security, privacy engineering, physical security, Mm -hmm. information technology, and Twitter global support. Wow. That's a lot. That's a good gig. I'm here today Mm -hmm. because Twitter leadership is misleading the public, lawmakers, regulators, and even its own board of directors. They've been doing it for a long time. Mm. (laughs) What I discovered when I joined Twitter was that this enormously influential company was over a decade behind industry security standards. Uh-oh. Huh, that yeah. seems... The company's cybersecurity failures so make it vulnerable to exploitation. <laughs> vulnerable to causing exploitation. Causing real harm <laughs> to real people. Mm-hmm. And when an influential media platform can be compromised by teenagers, thieves, right. and spies, yeah. and the company repeatedly creates security problems on their own, this is a big deal for all of us. When I brought concrete evidence of these fundamental problems to the executive team and repeatedly sounded the alarm of the real risks associated with them, and these were problems brought to me by the engineers and employees of the company themselves, the executive team chose instead to mislead its board, shareholders, lawmakers, Uh and the public instead of addressing them. Uh Mm, That doesn't seem good. Again, suboptimal, I think. Surprised that they huh? voted to uh, sell it to Elon. Yeah. 
I but that of course seems over. It seems well, over now. We'll see. Going to court. I mean, that's what the Disney CA, uh, the 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 ex Disney. Yeah, Iger, I didn't know this. Iger really? said in a in a, a call or a, a format where he was being interviewed <laughs> that Disney was looking at buying yeah, they were Twitter buy a few it. years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they were having the same issues with the, that Elon was having. Yeah, When bots. they were like, uh, nope, you know what, we're, we're out. Too many bots. Yeah. Uh, so here's more from uh, Peter Zatko. So what are the problems I discovered? Two basic issues. First, they don't know what data they have, where it lives, or where it came from. And so, unsurprisingly... They can't protect it. it. And this leads to the second problem, which is Mm. the employees then have to have too much access to too much data and to too many systems. Wow. You can think of it this way, which is it doesn't matter who has keys if you don't have any locks on the doors. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And this kind of vulnerability Mm -hmm. is not in the abstract. It's not far-fetched to say that employee inside the company could take over the accounts of all of the senators in this room. Hmm. Well, given to the real harm, hmm. given the real harm to users and national security, yeah. I determined it was necessary to take on the personal and professional risk to myself and to my family. Were they threatened from Twitter? He, of becoming a whistleblower. He's going to cry. Mudge is going to cry. Ma, mm-hmm. Mudge, it's okay. Dude, it's okay. man up. Man up and don't cry yeah, but while you're testifying. Twitter's threatening him, man. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Are. So he discussed the geolocation, among other things, behind the scenes uh, of the big Twitter experience he had. Got it. And that means that these 4,000-ish employees would have had access to live user data. All 4,000 employees have access, access individual to individual users' personal information, Dang. including their live data. Have I got that right? Yes, sir. If they, uh, so they would have access to the production environment. If oh, they spent yeah. the time to meander around and look mm. around, they would find that they could access these large troves of data. Including geolocation data? Did you testify to that earlier today? Uh, that the, I know that Twitter has IP locations uh, and that they do use uh, geolocation uh, services yeah, uh, based upon IP addresses. Wow, yeah. 4,000 employees with access to that data. That's extraordinary. So those employees would be in a position then, if they wanted to, to get this information and, and dox Twitter users. Is that fair to say? That is a concern of mine, sir, yes. Wow. Um, hmm. That's a significant concern. 4,000 people with the ability to dox individual users who pick up the phone and (laughs) use Twitter. So, by the way, that's everybody at Twitter. (laughs) It's not like they have 100,000 employees. They've got 4,000, 3,900 employees, according to this. Uh, Wow. So, all of them have access. (laughs) That's good. All right. If they 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 choose to, yeah, if they choose to Mm -hmm. try to get to it, right. So uh, Peter Zetko is worried about the control Twitter engineers could have over your account and how much information is available. Uh, a user on Twitter that was harassing some members of the executive team and some members of the board. Uh, and as an example, uh, this person, the CTO, came to me and said, Mudge, um, you know, <laughs> is this a real viable threat? Do I need to be worried? You know, who is this person? And it took me maybe uh, 30 minutes to reach out to an employee and say, what do we know about this person? And then it only took that person maybe 10 minutes to get back to me and said, okay, here's who they are. This is the address where they live. This is where they are physically at this moment. They're on their phone. 
We know their phone number. We also know all of the other accounts that they've tried to set up on the system and wow. hide. And we know who they are on the other social media <clears throat> platforms as well. Okay, well, yeah. Now, I give you what he's saying is chilling, but I'm having a really hard time mm-hmm. with a grown-ass man <laughs> who goes by the name Mudge. That's his hacker name. That's his, ha- that's his online persona. People walk up to him and say, Mudge. Mudge. You can see with all this information why this government well, wants alone. to be in such. Oh close yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're all. Right. They, we, we've we've turned over our lives to these social media companies. Yep. All of us have. We've mm-hmm. all clicked yes, and we're okay with it. Yep. I mean, I, unless you are going to go out in the middle of the woods and. Well, cold, cold sure is tempting. You don't have to go in the middle of the woods not to participate in Twitter. But I don't know. You do. I think I don't. I I don't know that you can speak to this, being that you're Mr. Twitter and you're on it constantly. (laughs) Right. That's that's really true. Uh, Mudge too. (laughs) He said something apparently though that really got Senator uh, Josh Hawley's attention. When you say Twitter engineers could could tweet as anybody, tell me what that means. Uh, That meant a Twitter engineer understanding how the running systems and the data flows were operating could then access and inject or put forward information as, as I mentioned in my oral statement, uh, any of the senators sitting here today. And have you ever seen that happen? Not with the, no, not directly. Not directly, are you concerned Mm. it has happened? Do you have some reason to believe it may have happened? The number of cases that were reported to me by individual uh, engineers saying, hey, we found this, I'm gonna try and have somebody fix it, where that was the exact problem, and we wouldn't know if it had happened in the past. Yes, I am concerned. Wow, that I think that's pretty significant testimony. Hmm. Nah, yeah. I mean, that's we've given, not a problem. When you you use, I don't know if you use it. It's called TweetDeck, uh, and uh, but we when to use that, you give them the right to go into your account and tweet for you if if they if they so choose. <laughs> they don't, but they you give them the right when you sign up for it because that may I hmm. almost didn't do it. Really? Uh, and yeah, when I almost didn't sign up to you. But then, you know, I'm like, well, I, I want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I yep. want to use it. That's how so, they get us. So go well, ahead. Yeah, but it's convenient. So go ahead, yeah. Well, but what about the security? Yeah, risk? I don't care. No, it's convenient. I want to use no, it. Okay, all right. <laughs> We're so easy. I know. We're so easily no, I, duped well, I said, and misled. I said, I said no for... Minutes. Oh, minutes? Was it minutes? No, I think it was days. Oh, okay. I think was it was it days. Really? Yeah. Wow, I know. I held strong. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. But what are you going to do? That's I, where we are. I know. We've we just I just want to take I just want to take the picture. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all I want. Yep. If, if you, I just want to sure, access I the care. article. I just want to. I just want to see the site. I just let me in. Yes, I agree. Okay, Let me fine. click that box. I agree. <laughs> and I'm not a bot. There are sidewalks on this <laughs> square and this one. <laughs> yeah, Let me in. Yeah, I, I wonder how much leeway there is on that. It's like click on the crosswalk, right? Yeah. And there's like a little corner of the crosswalk yes. in this one. Right. Like, do I click that or are they going <laughs> to? No. <laughs> this is a bot. Right. <laughs> And so we do it all. Yeah, we do. Because we just want whatever. Fill in the blank. I just want. And I want it now. And if it doesn't happen now, then we're pissed. So 
we've just gotten spoiled and and we don't care about our security at all no i mean that's what that was the big deal with facebook and what they've been fighting with their ads and their location for uh you know separating their ads to specific customers and locations Mm -hmm. and they then when he said you know they said that he lied to congress saying that uh facebook didn't do that well facebook didn't do that but they were giving the information to another company that was doing that yeah so i mean yeah and so zuckerberg is just a flat-out liar too well they all are so good luck i get an update from google once a month where i've been do you yeah so i appreciate it thank you well from google maps they let me know where i've been uh, thank you appreciate it then i know there's the intrusive microsoft stuff which tells us what we've been emailing to people right <laughs> how about uh, doesn't end how about the um oh gosh on gmail if you ask a question of someone and they don't respond like five days later you get a notification from oh yeah the, gmail yeah, that says waiting should we follow up on this yes. you know like okay. i mean i appreciate it thank you mm-hmm. now pat could use that mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> little reminder there one of us is a little more secure than the others in this room <laughs> <laughs> pat's off the grid and and not necessarily by choice mm, it's pretty much by choice mm. i just choose not to use my phone and twitter and facebook and Whatever else. Um, so, to end on a happy note, though. Mm. Oh, good. I like happy. Here's here's something kind of fun. Did you see that Tim Allen is coming back as Santa, Santa Claus? Santa Claus is, yeah. It's for, it's uh, Disney for, Plus. Disney Plus. I was thinking, I almost mm-hmm. said Apple, but it's Disney. Yeah. Disney Plus is going to do a limited series uh, on Santa Claus. Mm. I guess he's retiring. It's like Santa Claus is, right? They're going to have yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah. One of them's Peyton Manning. Yeah. Looks like it'd be fun. <laughs> And it uh, it debuts on Disney Plus on November sixteenth. Right. Drop yeah. the first two episodes, I guess. So Tim Allen was good enough for Disney to be Santa Claus, but, but not, not Buzz, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. No, interesting. They wanted to go in a different direction. Okay. Yeah. All right. How'd that end up this doing was at a the younger old box Buzz. office? Not well. Not it well did at all. not do well. No, not no. good at all. I mean, it's probably doing okay on Disney Plus, but is it gaining subscribers? I doubt it. And and they're they're doing okay though, subscriber wise. Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Do you know what they're? Up I to? think they're over. I think they're over Netflix now. No, I think they are. I don't think so. We've got a couple hundred million. Two hundred million uh, Disney so. Plus subscribers. Are you sure? So. But I Netflix think. has more than that too. Yeah, look it up. Netflix run- has two twenty million. Two hundred and twenty compared to Disney Plus at. Uh, Keith? <laughs> one fifty-two. Okay. No, they've got more yes. than that. They broke no. two hundred. No, they didn't. Well, the story's did. dated August eleventh, so I'm sure they rallied and came up with eighty million new subscribers in the last in few weeks. In your face, Jeff Fisher. <laughs> in your That's not face. True. Okay. All right. So you guys are going to be doing overtime. Yeah, we can argue about this on overtime. Uh, I'll be filling in for Stu next on the Glenn Beck program, and we'll see you back here uh, tomorrow. Pat Gray Unleashed. 